Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Hey, if you guys like to cook outdoors and you ought to, you should check out the Weber Slate Rust-Resistant Griddle. So this is a carbon steel cooktop that's safe for metal tools. It's pre-seasoned with food-safe oils and ready to cook on right out of the box. It's the griddle that stays ready, not rusty. This griddle heats evenly edge-to-edge reaching all the way up to 500 degrees. Get fired up for your new Weber Slate rust-resistant griddle. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thanks for listening to the Best of Heard Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday. From 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. What up? Welcome in. This is the Herd, wherever you may be and however you may be making this part of your day. Thanks so much. I'm Doug Gottlieb in for Colin Cowherd. He and uh, J-Mac on a little well-earned vacation. But don't worry. Look at all the stuff you come to enjoy about uh, the herd. With the exception of the LeBron to the Golden State Warriors trade idea. Yeah, I don't, that one ain't happen, bro. That one ain't happen. Hope you're having a great day. It's a Friday. Um, kind of curious as uh, I was driving in in Los Angeles and looking at the map and there's not a lot of traffic. So either people got out of town already or they're just readying to get out of town. And then the massive rush, you know, to get to Palm Springs, Santa Barbara, Arizona, uh, Lake Havasu, wherever, get to the airport for Memorial Day weekend. And it could have been a Memorial Day weekend without hoops it it looked like it was trending towards a memorial day day weekend without hoops until the miami heat won game four i said don't let us win one now they won game five and how i how i deemed it on my show which is the doug gottlieb show it follows this show on most fox sports radio stations your iHeartRadio radio app how i deemed it was um if you watch the Weather Channel, I have the Weather Channel up in studio right now, and they'll go to the tropics. Um, you go back to after game four, and it was like, look at, I'm just going to use Anguilla. I don't know if she even know where Anguilla is. Uh, but let's just say there's a, there's a storm forming off of Anguilla. It's not yet a named storm, 
But if it takes this path and gets to this warm water and gets to the Gulf, then all of a sudden it could be a hurricane. And right, that's what it felt like. The seas win game five, combined with the fact that the Heat are currently without three of their rotation players, including their starting point guard and their starting shooting guard. And it feels like a full-blown hurricane is right off the coast. I mean, it does fit with, and please stop with the uh, hurricane analogies. People lose property and lives. I'm not, I'm not insensitive to that. I'm just trying to tell you that something was sort of brewing away and now getting close. And Miami game six, this is a, it feels like a win or die. It really does. Yes, there will be a game seven. Yes, we have seen road teams win a game seven. But it's Boston. The Red Sox obviously famously are the only team to come from three games to none down in the ALCS against the Yankees. That was 04. The Heat are depleted by injuries. The Celtics have not played up until recently to their level. And momentum is a real thing, whether you want to account for it or not. Here's Jimmy Butler um, on if he thinks they can close it out at home. We just got to play better, um, start the games off better on the starters, um, make it more difficult for them. They're in the rhythm since the beginning of the game, but we're always going to stay positive knowing that we can and we will win these. And we'll just have to close it out. This is Joe Mazzula explains the series this way sometimes you have a bad week at work and uh you know we obviously didn't pick the best time to have a bad week but we did and um we're sticking together and uh fighting like hell to keep it alive and the guys are are really coming together jalen brown who who seems to be playing better on facing adversity obviously we didn't imagine being in this position being down three zero but you know when adversity hits you get to see like what a team is really made of and I mean, it couldn't get no worse than being down 3-0. Um, but we didn't, we didn't look around. We didn't go in separate directions. Um, we stayed together. We, we doubled down on what we're good at on defense. And um, I think now it's a series. So um, we just got to take it one game at a time and keep playing. It, it is now a series. It is very much up in the balance. They did change some things defensively. What's most curious is that they laid down in game, game three. There was just, there was a quit element to it like man they're done finished washed moved on do you fire joe Missoula? that that's i can't tell you how many texts i got from and from basketball people like man they, they gotta get rid of Missoula. he's just he's not getting him going you know we, we do this thing where we we make fun of the cheerleader coach when they go to the timeouts Right, because they can't give us the substance of the X and O's, the substance of the of the changes that they're making, because nobody wants that aired on national TV. So they just give us the "We're okay, we're okay, okay." We listen one play at a time. But the truth is that a good portion of coaching is is not actually the X and Oing. Sure, X and O's are important. Sure, matchups, playing time. Rhythm, flow, calling a timeout, not calling a timeout. Remember what David Blatt said? It's like being a fighter pilot. How many decisions you have to make? He's right. Hey, people killed him for saying it because they didn't like David Blatt, but he's right. 
Like there are so many different things going on at once with five guys at both ends of the floor. Plus you have your bench to worry about. You have timeouts, you have momentum, you have a game clock, you have shot clock. You got a lot of, th- you got a lot of things to manage. But the number one thing is getting to play hard, and getting to play together. Right? Getting to play hard, getting to play together. And they were dysfunctional as hell in game three. And if you would have turned on last night and said, hey, who was leading this series three games done? And you didn't, there was no sound on, no score on. You're just watching like, well, the Celtics are clearly going to win this series. Now, what's the magic to it? Why has, what, what has happened in this series? Look, no one else has ever said this, but I'll say it because it's true. When LeBron came from three games to one down with um, Kyrie Irving, and the Cleveland Cavaliers against Golden State Warriors. People do discuss the fact that Draymond got suspended. How many people have remembered the fact that Andrew Bogut got hurt? And you're like, Andrew Bogut, what did he do? He was a great passer, a great screener. He defended the rim. He started for them. He required nothing in terms of shots or ego. He was great. When he got hurt, in game five, he, he didn't play the rest of the series. The whole thing changed. The whole thing changed. And I know you've been, the Heat have been playing without Tyler Hero. I, I understand that hadn't changed. But you lose Gabe Vincent. And the idea that Gabe Vincent won game off and now he's back and he's fine. That's not how ankle injuries work. Doesn't mean he can't play, but can he be as effective at both ends of the floor? And Kyle Lowry was a great player. He just didn't have it anymore. And the longer the series goes on, the less he's going to have because he's playing more than he should at, at his age. And he has to because, well, because Vincent was hurt and still is hurt. The other part to it is not just the injuries. You also, you have a team who, you know, I don't think they wanted to get down three games to none. But there was a little bit of arrogance because they had been to the finals last year and they had played this game going back to the Sixers series, right? They were down three games to two. And and look, if you, you're down three games to two again, you got to go on the road and get a win. It's just like the Sixers series now again. You, you play with fire too long. You're going to get burned, but they didn't get burned last time and they may not get burned this time. And then the final element to it is I understand what I think most people are coming up to speed on, which is you can't really correlate the regular season and postseason. So just because the Celtics had a great record in the regular season doesn't mean that they're absolutely better than everybody below them. But there was a reason that they had the seed they had. And this is why a seven-game series is uh, incredibly important to the NBA. Because you want to make damn well sure the best, the better team advances. Because when the better teams don't advance, when you get some sort of an upset, oftentimes the next series is crap. That's really what happens. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Ready, set, griddle this grilling season. Get the Weber Slate Rust Resistant Griddle. 
with a carbon steel cooktop that's safe for metal tools. It's pre-seasoned with food-safe oils and ready to cook on right out of the box. With no use of coatings, you can use metal tools to flip, press, and scrape without worry. It's the griddle that stays ready, not rusty. Everything rusts and nobody talks about it because they couldn't fix it until now. With Weber's new rust-resistant technology, your Weber will last for years. When used, our carbon steel griddle hardens and bonds the surface, reducing the ability for moisture to collect and rust to form. This griddle heats evenly edge to edge. It reaches up to 500 degrees. With the Weber Works Prep cook and store system, you can keep cooking and cleaning supplies handy, carry food and condiments from kitchen to the griddle, and even convert the side table into a prep station. Get fired up for your new Weber Slate rust-resistant griddle. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources you put it off long enough it's time to replace your tires tire rack has tires that will elevate your drive touring tires for commuter comfort performance tires for sporty handling all-terrain tires for on and off road adventure Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Adam Silver sat down with Kevin Garnett on Showtime, and he talked about the changes in the physicality of the NBA. Take a listen. There was a point, I believe... You know, probably in around the late 90s when the game became too physical. Mm. And I think we lost some of from the... From viewers, you mean? Yeah, and I think for our fans, from the aesthetic enjoyment of the game, where it de-emphasized the particular skill a player had mm. and maybe weighted too heavily um, physicality, where mm. a big, strong player could come in and prevent a incredibly skilled player from doing those kinds of things. Mm. Um, look, look, he's right. And, and it's interesting. You go back and you watch some of these highlights from, and he said late nineties, late nineties, it started to get physical post Jordan era. There was a, a culmination of events. One, you had Michael Jordan out of the game. Um, 
Secondly, you had a bunch of guys that had grown up watching Jordan and had some of the same swag and personality, but just were not, they just weren't as as good, weren't as complete, weren't as able to compete and didn't play on teams. They were able to be as competitive as the top, at the top as, as Jordan was. I'm, I'm talking about the, the Tracy McGrady's who never got out of the first round, the Vince Carter's, the Allen Iverson's that had was in one NBA finals. You know, these guys were super talented. Rashid Wallace was a guy super, super talented, but for a myriad of different reasons, everybody different reasons, could, couldn't put together the consistency of competitiveness of success of the guys in the 80s and 90s who were always in the NBA Finals, right? And the 80s, it was Lakers and Celtics and then later Pistons and then uh, and then Bulls. And then it was Bulls, 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 Bulls. And then eventually it became, it was the Spurs that were there late, but everyone else, and Spurs and Lakers. Um, but the point he makes about the physicality of the NBA and he actually ended up pointing out Steph Curry. Like, would Steph Curry be able to do what he does? And as a guy who missed on what Steph Curry would ultimately become as one of the all-time greats, it's okay to say, hey, if they let guys hand check, he wouldn't be that guy. He can't do all the things he can do. It's one of the reasons at times in the playoffs or in the finals, especially early on the series, that he's not able to do what he likes to do because guys are able to be more physical with him. Commercially, it's actually helped LeBron James as well because the offensive players can create contact and play kind of bully ball. And there's no, not only are there are no centers meeting you at the rim. Oftentimes there's no power forward. You know, Le- LeBron would be a power forward if this was 25 years ago. Uh, Silver added that flopping and other tactics that have resulted in cheap foul calls, allowing scorers to exploit the rules. The NBA is looking into the find the right balance. Quote, we've tried to bring back a little bit of the physicality. I think people like to see hard defense. We've made some changes this season where unnatural basketball moves were being used in the game. We reset this year and that's no longer going to be foul. That's the throwing the head back. That's the offensive flops, if you will. I thought it was a, it was a very fair and open conversation. And it's one of the reasons that when you, com- you, you can't compare eras, you just can't. Right? Because there was an era for, I mean, the longest time ever, the ball had to go inside. And before the use of analytics, the easiest thing was, well, hey, how can we get closest to the rim as possible? Let's throw it to the biggest guy who's the closest and, and let him figure it out. Whereas it, it took us a while to figure out the math that three is more than two. And that, oh yeah, by the way, if you open up the floor, instead of getting post-up shots, you get right to the rim where free throws are, you know, guys are shooting high 70s to mid 80s. And right at the rim, they're shooting in the high 70s, you know, high 70s in terms of finishes. And so it's better than shooting threes and better than shooting mid-range jump shots. I mean, I, I, in 1995, I entered college. I played for John McLeod. And in high school, without the use of analytics, that's basically how I played, which was you'd shoot threes or you get to the rim or you drive and kick. Kind of Euro style. What was Euro style then is now what how everybody plays. And my entire senior year, my entire freshman year, I got hounded and worked on it. You need to develop a mid-range game. Oh, how times have changed. 
And and I agree. There is there's a balance there. You can't make it not physical at all. But that's why the postseason is so different than the regular season. In the regular season, you can't touch anybody. In the postseason, you can. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fire the grill and fire up the party. Get the Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. Smoke, roast, and sear on the same grill. Go from low and slow on smoke boost mode at 180 degrees all the way to high heat sear at 600 degrees a much bigger range than most grills. It's got a full grate sear zone so you can put more food on the flame. Utilize the smoke boost setting to intensify that smoky flavor. Direct flame cooking creates searing, crisping, and browning. Food will look as good as it tastes. This grill is hot in 15 minutes and cleanup is easy. You'll cook on two levels at the same time so you can make enough for everyone then clean up quick, with the pull and clean grease and ash management system at the front of the grill. Cook confidently with intuitive digital controls at the grill and enjoy the sleek, easy-to-use surface. You can also add a heavy-duty rotisserie or rust-resistant griddle insert to up your game. Get fired up for your new Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. 
Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Speaking of NFL and quarterback movement, Patrick Mahomes not going anywhere. He signed a gargantuan long-term deal, and now, because of the new contracts which have come in after him, He's all the way all the way down at seventh in terms of uh, annual value of quarterback per uh, Spotrack, which is sports contract. It's a sports contract website. You can go see it. Doesn't have all the details, but has more details than I think any other website uh, provides for you. So again, this it doesn't it doesn't count guaranteed money per se. It's more what's reported year to year. And what's reported year to year and yearly average is Lamar Jackson right now be the highest paid quarterback at 52 million. Jalen Hurts at 51 million. Aaron Rodgers at 50.3. Russell Wilson, who signed his last year, 48.5. Kyler Murray, again, last year, 46.1. Deshaun Watson, that ridiculous deal where it's all guaranteed at 46. Then Pat Mahomes, then Josh Allen. So I I thought this was interesting. This was uh, Pat Mahomes when he was asked about his compensation and the fact that he's not a top-five guy currently. I've always said I, I worry about legacy and winning rings more than making money at this moment. But uh, I'm, I know we keep communication. We see what's going on around the league. Um, but at the same time, I'll never do anything that's going to hurt us from keeping the great players around me. So it's kind of teetering around that line. Yeah, I mean, so look, they'll redo the deal, and he'll always be compensated towards the top of the market. But, but the truth is really what he said previously. Like, what are you playing for? And look, a, a good portion of the yearly average thing is an agent-driven, uh, uh, NFLPA-driven sort of narrative. Hey, you got to get more. We got to keep growing. It helps everybody. Rising tide lifts all ships, yada, yada, yada. Whereas Mahomes is like, nobody's going to care. That, that's really the magic to the Brady thing. You know, of all the things that made Tom Brady special, the thing that made him the most special was his willingness. And and anyone who says, like, he wasn't lowly paid, what they would simply do is rework his deal nearly yearly. Give him some more cash up front. It didn't look like he was making as much yearly. And then they would go kick it down the road and kick it down the road. And the time in which at some point he got frustrated was, hey, I'm willing to give up some of this money, not be the highest paid guy, even though I'm the most successful guy, but you got to be using that money for, for people that help us win people that help me be better. And he felt like that stopped. And and I think that's a reasonable way to look at it. But of, of all the things that make Tom Brady special, it's that whether it was, and look, Don Yee's his attorney, his agent. I mean, I'm sure he wanted him to be the highest paid guy. However, he he was convinced that taking less to help the team win would create an indelible legacy because the the money that is, quote unquote, saved by quarterbacks, it's not like any of these GMs or or owners put it in their pocket. That's not the way it works. Oh, wait, we saved five million on Pat Mahomes. Let me put that in my pocket. Not the way it works. It gets reallocated to somebody else. Right? It gets reallocated to somebody else. 
and, you know, go back and look at the highest paid guys last year. And what ends up happening is it's not that you can't feel the team. It's that there's going to be some sort of hole in your roster. And can, are you good enough or are you great enough to overcome that hole in your roster? Usually it's depth. But, but oftentimes, I mean, look, it wasn't just Pat Mahomes, but Tyreek Hill had to be sacrificed. And like, let's not get it twisted. What Pat Mahomes did with that, he didn't have guys to throw to. Pacheco was a godsend getting him, what, in the seventh round? That dude runs harder than anybody. But it's not like he was killing people. He just ran really hard, got plus yardage. And then he has arguably, or maybe inarguably, the best pass-catching tight end in the league. And then everything else was kind of smoke and mirrors in Pat Mahomes. He's great enough to carry that roster. And then, you know, Chris Jones makes a couple plays, and there you go. But the other guys oftentimes aren't good enough. But I, I think the idea that legacy Super Bowls, that's really what matters. Nobody goes back and says like, yeah, but how much money did you make? Because at some point in time, like if you have $200 million in your bank, it is a, it's not an impossibility, but there's an incredibly strong likelihood he ain't going broke. Like You would have to have dudes swindle away your money and have all sorts of demons and even then, right, that's only what they made from playing quarterback. These dudes make a lot more money with outside with outside uh, resources as well. And they're all super bright. They're almost all good looking. They're all going to have a, t- history, a, a future in TV if they want one, where they'll be able to continue. They won't generate the same money, but they can make a lot of money. At some point, my first partner in national radio was Chuck Wilson. Shout out to Chuck Chasmo. And he had a great expression, you know, it's like, look, at some point it's monopoly money. Like we're arguing about a million here, a million there, which to you and me, that's crazy life-changing money. But if you have 200 plus million dollars, a million dollars is, you know, less than 1% of that. So you're haggling over stuff that doesn't really matter. Whereas what lasts, and oh yeah, by the way, what gives you the greatest chance to continue to profit off your own name, image, and likeness for the rest of your life. Like Tom Brady and all of his wealth is not accumulated just playing quarterback, which I know playing quarterback, he made like, I think over $230 million playing in the NFL. But that dude's a business man. He really is. And the, the business of Tom Brady is made not on, it's not even on the undefeated season. Tom Brady has an undefeated regular season. Nobody else has that. And you know what? No one talks about it. Tom Brady is talked about because his team won Super Bowls. Period. Stop. Not how much money he made. Matter of fact, he made less money. He took less money. And I think Mahomes getting that and being smart about it. And like, look, that doesn't mean that you, I still would love to see, and I I know it will never happen, but man, will there ever be a guy that says like, look, I know everybody's making 50, but like, what if you just gave me 25 a year for 10 years and we just called it a day, do whatever you want with the cap, make sure that I'm going to get all that money. 
Like, what if, we, what if you just did that where it's basically like deferring money and I just got to play football and you put the pieces around me? I don't think it'll happen, right? Most, that's why most of these teams, because there is no true middle class or no one been willing to do that, that's why teams go like, you know, once you get past the top couple guys, if I don't have you, I just go young, you make a couple million dollars, and now I can use all that money to build a better roster around you. That's the trend in the NFL. That's what Washington's trying to do. So many teams have tried to do. But there is something genius to what Pat Mahomes said, which is, look, dude, it, it, it can't be about the bottom line because you're constantly going to chase it and people are constantly going to get more money than you. If you worry about, oh, wait, that guy, I got to make more than him. There has to be a balance there. I don't want to work for nothing. I want to be well compensated, well respected, but I got to have a team around me. Got to have a team around me. One more herd? The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Did you guys see this news that, uh, I mean, I thought. Uh, I thought Jason Stewart, you put it best as abrupt as abrupt a news or a release as you can as you can think of. Nuke Hopkins was just released. This is from Ian Rapport. The Arizona Cardinals have officially announced the release of DeAndre Hopkins, which means teams don't need to wait to see his name on a personnel notice before making contact with him. They can begin negotiating with him now. Wow. Now remember, like if we track it, we go back through it. DeAndre Hopkins, that was the trade which seemed to begin the kind of house of cards for Bill O'Brien in Houston. And in fairness to Bill O'Brien, right, um, Deshaun Watson signed his contract extension after that trade was made. And there was a lot of talk of, well, Bill O'Brien didn't get enough in trade compensation. Like, do you think he would get less than he, than the market was willing to bear? But the reason that DeAndre Hopkins wasn't as valuable on the open trade market then, same reason that they couldn't find out, he wants a new contract. He doesn't practice hardly at all. He's coming off a PED suspension and he wants to be compensated at a level that his play doesn't demand right now. It's it's not surprising that he's not a Cardinal, but they couldn't find a trade partner at all. Let's welcome in T.J. Hushmanzada. He joins us. You can hear him every Saturday on Fox Sports Radio, a podcast called Up On Game. It's awesome. Plexico Burris, LeVar Arrington, and uh, Hush, T.J. Hushmanzada. You can also download that podcast in the iHeartRadio app. What's your reaction to Nuke being being released? It's really crazy. You gonna... So I'm on the field training, and we just started talking receivers. And I said, I wouldn't be surprised if they release Hopkins. I just told the guys this, and then I get on to hear this, and it, I literally, before we started to work, I just told the guys, I would not be surprised if the Cardinals release Hopkins. And this is what happens, Doug. Am I surprised? Yes and no. When they start to talk about your personality more than your production, this is what happens. Like, if, if you look at Deion, hell of a football player, hell of a receiver. But he's been talking a lot lately. You get a little older. And so they're not talking about what you're doing on the field. They're talking about the things you're saying. More than what you're doing on the field, that's the beginning of the end. Well, it's also new GM, new coach, right? They don't, you know, they don't, they, they didn't bring you in. They don't have to make sure you're successful. They want guys that want to be there. If you're acting like you don't want to be there, okay, good luck 
having somebody and finding somebody that's going to pay you close to $20 million this year. Good luck. So why do you think they couldn't find a trade partner? Nobody wanted to pay $20 million a year. That's all I can think. Is he one of the best receivers in the league? Absolutely. But nobody wants to pay $20 million for a receiver that's over 30 and they look like his, it looks like his personality may be a problem in the locker room. And so nobody wants to take that task on, take that financial burden on, and if he's not getting the ball, if he isn't happy with this, what is he going to say to the media when he gets here? That's what we as athletes have to learn as we progress into the later years of our career. Um, let's be a team first players. Let's, let's shut the hell up and, and just play football. All right, so uh, wh- where does he fit and at what salary, right? Like, how do you, how do you try? Because, look, he has, um, he has in 23, okay, and th- there was an out in his, in his contract for this year, okay, where he had dead cap money. That's why he was cut. Okay, so now he's without a contract. What now? Like, how, how do you even begin to figure out what, he's worth, what his value is? He's good enough to play on any team. But as you know, the best teams are the best teams because they really don't need much. So the teams that have those type of quarterbacks, do they need them? Uh, let, let's look. The Chargers with Herbert, they don't. The Bengals with Burrow, they don't. Oh, maybe the Bills with Josh Allen, but they have Stephon Diggs. They, they could use them, but do they need them? No. And are they going to pay you $20 million a year? I would probably say no. Mahomes and the Chiefs, would, could they use them? Probably. Would they pay him $20 million a year? Absolutely not. And so there's plenty of teams that will want him. Will they want him at the cost that he's looking to be paid is the question. And at $20 million, uh, those quarterbacks that he named, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, and the other one that would be interesting would be New England, who's so badly needed that level of wide receiver. But Bill O'Brien's calling the, you know, calling the shots on offense – and Bill O'Brien's the one that traded him. He gave him, him away for a bag of chips. Yes. Uh, he gave him away for a bag of chips. <laughs> yeah. So maybe, I don't know, has that relationship been mended? I don't know. I mean, but make no mistake about it. Hopkins can play. If he's on your team, you are a better team. It's just a matter of can he be a good teammate? Um, and I haven't heard of him not being a good teammate. When I say be a good teammate, you got to understand you got to be a good teammate to the coaches. They, they don't want you – saying X, Y, Z about what they're doing. Like, the locker room is going to love them, but are the coaches in the front office going to love them if things aren't going well and he starts talking to the media? Well, the, the, the other part is, you know, what's, what's the old expression? The most important part of ability is availability, right? And hurt last year, hurt two years ago, last year PED suspension, plus he doesn't practice. Like, it's, it's been a frustration that he doesn't like to – Maybe once a week he'll get out there. He does does not like to practice. Now you're going to go to a new place and not be a practice guy. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what it what it looks like. Um, Hoosh, when you buy a car, a pre owned car, do you check the Carfax report? No, I don't. I ho- I'm hoping. Uh, I'm hoping uh, the person I'm buying it from is not selling me a lemon. But moving forward, I'm going to check that Carfax report. Okay, I, I don't bring it up because they're a sponsor of the show. I bring it up because man. Garoppolo apparently had foot surgery in March, right? They didn't check the car facts. <laughs> and well, no, then you go back and you're like, well, he had a knee here, a foot there, like 
damn, he's been in a lot of little fender benders. That thing has been in the shop. Um, what what would be your level of concern if you're the Raiders? Where, granted, it's a short term deal, but this is a real thing with the Jimmy Garoppolo. Is he's like the classic foreign luxury car? He's always in the I'm shop. Concerned. I'm concerned, and the reason I'm concerned is who do I have if Garoppolo can't go? And not only that, Garoppolo has been injury-prone his entire career. So when you look at the history, he's going to miss games because history has shown us that. Who, who's next? Who's next in line? And so you have a team that's ready to win. Oh, but you don't have the most important position available, which is the quarterback. So, yeah, that scares me. It concerns me. Uh, but at this point, they've kind of gone all in on Jimmy G. And so they need to cross their fingers that he's going to be healthy and ready to go because what other option do they have? I, I don't know. Uh, they have Brian Hoyer as the backup. Exactly. And so um, is Jimmy G or Bus for the Raiders? That's pretty much what they're telling us. Is Jimmy G or Bus? Wow. It's, 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 that, one's, that one's going to be fascinating. I, I don't know if you saw the comments from Lamar. But missed the first couple of days of OTAs, comes in, and they ask him what's going to be different about the new offense, Todd Monk and his new offensive coordinator. And he said, less running, more throwing. It sounds great. Is that the best way to make Lamar Jackson great? Well, we don't know because all we've seen from Lamar is a run-heavy offense. Uh, they want to run first, run first, run first. Um, and it's been very effective for him. It's been very effective for the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson is the MVP because of that type of offense. Now, can you transition and be a passer first? Every quarterback, yeah, I can do this. We don't know. We don't know, and time will tell. And if that's going to be the case and Lamar can transition his game from more passer, less runner, that's great for him. But ultimately, you want to win football games. If it's running more, pass, whatever it is, that's what you should do. Is you shouldn't do it because public opinion is saying, "Oh, Lamar needs to run or throw the ball more. The Ravens need to uh, throw the ball more. Oh, we got to get a more receiver so we go get OBJ and we draft Zay Flowers in the first round." You do what's best for the team, and so if him throwing the ball more than he's thrown it in the past is best for the team, then that's what you're doing. If you realize that's not the case, oh, we're going to switch horses in the middle of the race. We're going to change this offense up. I think it's going to be fascinating. And and it should be pointed out that as much as Monken's going to bring a, a more kind of traditional pro-style offense, like if you just use Stetson Bennett, who's you know not close to the athlete Lamar Jackson, they had a lot of design runs out of dropback. It was just a different way of kind of doing some of the same stuff. So that'll be, that'll be interesting. But he does have, he's got a top weapon as a wide receiver. He's got an elite tight end. And J.K. Dobbins, when healthy, is an elite pass catcher out of the backfield. Like he's got guys true throw the football to. I think the evolution of that offense is going to be super, super interesting. Um, how, how much should we look at these thir- Thursday night games that can now be flexed? You know, anytime you mention Thursday Ooh. night football, every every current player is like, oh, they suck, they're impossible. Like, they're not going anywhere. Now you can flex them, so the schedule's changed. How much does that change uh, what we'll see in terms of product on the field? It, it really depends, man. Like, Playing that early first, receivers, we don't mind it. It's the big guys. It's, it's the linemen, the linebackers that are taking a pound in every play. But to me, if you're going to play these Thursday night games, you have 53 guys on the roster. Let them all suit up. 
Thursday night games, everybody can suit up. I've never understood why you have an active and an inactive list. I've never, I don't know the reason why, but Thursday night games, you know, when they do all these rule changes, why don't they just change the rule and say all 53 players can suit up for Thursday night games? That's what they should do. It would give you extra bodies. Um, you, you don't think it would matter. If it would matter, just let them suit up. Change the rule. Let all 53 play on Thursday night games or be active. But the product and the quality of the game, for some odd reason, this past season, the Thursday night games, they just weren't competitive. And I think they want to move away from that, obviously. Um, but I, I think the only way to at least appease the players is let all 53 guys be active. And so guys that are banged up, you get other guys that normally would be in act able to play. Yeah, and for people who don't know, they, they always think 53 is active. No, 46 are active game days. 50, 53 is on the active roster. Hey, you're on the bubble, Doug. You walk into the locker room, you don't see your jersey on your shoulder pads. You're like, oh, I'm inactive today. Yeah. That's how you know. Yeah. Uh, last thing, uh, I know you got to go back it, working with wide receivers. We did this before the draft, now post-draft. Give me a rookie who you think is going to make an impact that people aren't talking enough about. I'm biased. I'm biased. And it's just the team we just talked about to start this interview. Um, Michael Wilson with the Cardinals. Now, they the quarterback. I don't know who it's going to be. He'll get an opportunity to play early. Um, he's that big receiver in that offense that the Cardinals don't have. They have Hollywood. They have Rondell Moore. But Mike is 6'2", 210 pounds, really good route runner, really good at the line of scrimmage. Not many people know who he is. Not many people are going to say anything about him, but I'm going to say Michael Wilson. Who's you the best, man? Have a great day out in the field. Thanks for joining us. Take care, bro. Appreciate you, Doug. Ready, set, griddle this grilling season. Get the Weber Slate Rust Resistant Griddle with a carbon steel cooktop that's safe for metal tools. It's pre-seasoned and ready to cook on right out of the box. It's the griddle that stays ready, not rusty. This griddle heats evenly edge to edge. It reaches up to 500 degrees. The Weber Works Prep Cook and Store System keeps cooking supplies handy, and you can carry all the food, condiments, and utensils you need. Get fired up for your new Weber Slate Rust Re Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.